the internet okay live hello everyone and welcome to today's edition of cover inspiration with dio israel today as you know and this week we're celebrating the one year anniversary of his excellency the governor of legal state mr babajide olushola Saolu. um it's been one year of the greater lagos administration and it's one year of a lot of new things in lagos new policies new programs and greater achievement for the administration. This period and up to the end of the month, we're examining the various policies and programs and the promises of Mr. Governor and presenting a scorecard and assessing the level of achievement of the new administration of the promise we made to Lagosian. I have with me to, in the studio today, a brother, a friend, and someone who is very busy with the work of delivering the first item on the agenda of the Greater Lagos, which is transport and traffic management. Please welcome with me, guys, Dr. Frederick Oladeide. Dr. Fred, it's good to have you in the studio, sir. It's good to have you too. Good to be with you. How is... I know that this is a very busy period for you, so I'm delighted. I'm very grateful that you're able to join us today. Thank you. It's one year of this administration, and mm -hmm. you were you are not just at the you are not just at the forefront of what is happening today. You were actually at the forefront of developing the policies, including the team agenda. Nights upon nights of looking at the transport master plan. I don't want yeah. to mention location here, but of of you know drawing all of those agendas that we were saying that we were going to do when mm -hmm. we get into government by the grace of God. What, when you got into the ministry, was it what you expected? What was the experience like? W what is the experience like now? Was it what, what you expected or it is way more than what you expected? Well, let me just put it this way. It's way more than what I expected. Remember that when we developed the uh, plan, we're in a controlled environment. So it's very easy to, you know, sit down and formulate policies, etc. However, when you get into the real world, you have different stakeholders that you have to deal with. And uh, it's, it, it's just, it's pretty difficult. Um, it's good to have a plan, but it's also good to have a strategy for implementing the plan. And, um, you know, as the uh, governor said, talking to people, uh, gauging the expectation, knowing what they want, and then factoring that into the plan is the key to success. It's very important. I mean, it's important to know what the people want because you're actually doing this for the people. So um, the plan has not been derailed. The plan is going as planned. And um, I think there's a lot that is going on at the moment which will mm. unfold um, in this program. Absolutely. Honorable uh, Commissioner, I am so excited when I saw a lot of things that was in the strategy before the election that, you know, was discussed and spoken about before the administration was birthed. For example, the Fort Mayland Bridge. Um, mm -hmm. Another one was the regional road and the yeah. coastal road. Remember the day when we had yeah. that big map on the wall? Mr. Governor was pointing out this road and that road, uh, and it's so exciting to see that all of those promises, all of those plans are now coming into fruition. 
Uh, what are still, but despite that, and the political will to do something different, there are still challenges. What would you consider some of the greatest challenges of, in, of this last one year? Okay, uh, Mr. Dion, let me start by looking at the challenges in transportation in, I mean, in Lagos uh, for now. Remember that uh, even during all those presentations that we were doing, uh, we highlighted the fact that 97% of all our trips are done by road. Um, yes. And, and only 3% is shared between uh, water transport, uh, rail, and uh, the rest of them that we have. Now, what is the greatest challenge that we have? Nigeria, uh, Lagos State has a population of 22 million. The, uh, about mm. 86 people that come into Lagos every hour and do not go back. So mm. every year we mm. add close to um, a million people to our population. So even when you're doing mm. something to cater for what you have right now, more people come and it seems like you're not doing anything. So it is, I, I, I think the mm. greatest challenge is developing something that is sustainable. And that is why uh, we're developing mm. what we call a multimodal public transport system. And what do I mean by that? Mm. Basically, what we want to do is to give people options. We don't want people to be captive to the road alone. We want people to have options of using water transport. We want them to have the options of using rail. We want them to have the option of using BLT. So when, when you give people options, you, you know, you can spread the trip in such a way that we move sustainably from one point to the other. Right now, everybody takes to yes. the road and uh, everything is choked up in the morning, it's choked up in the evening. And that's one of the reasons why we're looking at some of the gridlocks, uh, the, the, the roundabouts mm -hmm. in, in Lagos, because some of the roundabouts in Lagos were developed about 30, 40 years ago. I mean, when the population was less than 5 million. Now we're over 20 million and there's so many cars and the, 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 the roundabout that is supposed to be solving congestion is actually a stumbling block. So there's so many problems. I mean, the population, I mean, the, the population explosion that we're experiencing in Lagos is just unprecedented. And no matter what you do, um, it will seem like you're not doing anything. And so you have to look at creative ways of developing your transport system, which is what this team's agenda is all about, which is what the strategic transport master plan is all about. So what, what what is the future? Paint us a future of. I have an idea, so I'm not asking for myself. What is the future of transportation in Lagos? What 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 is your field? What is your vision? And what is the vision of His Excellency for transportation in Lagos? So what what are we moving towards? We understand where we are as a challenge, but what would you say is the big picture that we hope to achieve in the next four years? Well, okay, we have a plan for the next 20 years, and then I'll then break it down into the, uh, I mean, the first four years. So in the next two decades, the plan is to develop a multimodal public transport that is integrated, that will make Lagos a great city. Remember that transportation is the engine of any economy. And if the transportation is weak, then your economy will struggle. So what are we uh, hoping to build? With the tw over 20 uh, million people that we have, we're planning to develop seven rail lines. We're planning to develop 13 BLT lines. 
we're planning to develop more strategic roads, especially the uh, ring road that will take pressure off inner Lagos. Uh, we're uh, planning to expand the waterways and then we want to integrate them. Integration is the key to everything that we do. So you can build your rail, you can build BLT, but if you don't integrate them, people will not use them. And when we talk about integration, there are five key points that we need to look at. In, I mean, uh, in terms of integration. So first of all, we're trying to develop a common ticketing system. So with one ticket, you can move from one mode to another. Okay, so rather than paying for each mode that you take. So with one ticket, yeah. you can move across Lagos. That makes traveling as simple as possible. Okay, the second like one is the timetable. Yeah, like, like uh, your Oyster card in London. London with a travel card, yes. Yeah, exactly. So you have a travel card, you can load it up uh, for a week, you can load it up for a month or for a year, depending on um, what you want to do. But as long as you have that card, you can move seamlessly from one point to the other. The second one is the timetable and integration. So um, the ability, I mean, the ability to move from maybe a rail to BLT depends on the waiting time when you get to that station. So you don't want a situation where, where you want to travel from A to B, but you've got to get to C in between before you get to B. And then when you get to C, mm. you've got to wait 45 minutes to an hour before you mm. connect. The maximum time we want to be able to do is five minutes. So all the timetables of the various modes of transport have to be integrated in such a way that people do not waste much time waiting for the next mode of transport. The other one is the... Um, information integration. So you want to be able to plan your journey from home. And so the information mm. coming out from various modes of transport has to be standardized mm. so that you can plan your journey. Mm. So for example, I want to move, uh, maybe I want to go from Oshodi to Yaba. I've got to connect, I've got mm. to use rail, I've got to use uh, the bus. So I want to know when the rail will get to my station. And then when I connect on the other side, when mm. will the bus get there so that I can plan the whole thing before I set out? And that is very important. Mm. The next one is location integration. And I think this is a very important one. Location so integration. Location integration. So every community must be within 500 meters of a station. The station could be a rail station. Mm. It could be a BLT uh, mm. station. It could be a bus station. It could be a um, uh, water transport station. However, you must not be cut off from the transportation system. And when you have that kind of integration, mm -hmm. everybody has a chance of participating in any form of economic activity. Mm -hmm. So we are trying to look, I mean, to connect every uh, community in such a way that you see all the great jobs don't need to go to Victoria Island or Ikeja. We will spread them around as long as transportation mm. can take you there. And that is what employers look at before they mm. uh, set up uh, where, where, I mean, where they want to do business. They look at uh, ease of getting there. They look at the transport network, et cetera. And that is very important. And the last one is what I would call mm. land use uh, transportation integration. Land use. Land use transportation integration. And when you look at what is happening in Lekki, you'll notice that Lekki only has one major road. And that is why we're doing the regional road and then we want to do the coastal road. So if you have a huge yes. community and you only have one road connecting it, and that road, you know, you have so many uh, industries uh, planned around it, 
it's only a matter of time before it clogs up. However, when you expand that and then you encourage uh, employers to co-locate on different corridors so that um, they co-locate around the station. So when you get off the station, yeah. you can walk. Maybe it takes about five minutes to walk to your final destination, etc. So we make it easy for people to get a job. We make it pe uh, easy for people to move from one point to the other without using their cars. The idea is to drop your cars and to use it when it's absolutely necessary to use cars. But public transport is the way to go. It is the only sustainable way of moving 22 to 30 million people in Lagos where the, I mean, where the density is quite high. And that's what we're planning. Honorable Commissioner, these ideas are fantastic and awesome. But where is the land? Lagos is already choked up. Where, where are you going to get the land for the, the bus stations, the garage? Uh, the roads are not wide enough in Samaria. What are you doing around this? Uh, that's why we're working with uh, the Ministry of Physical Planning. So for every community, there must be a plan. There is what you call a mm. model city plan. And in that model city plan, um, you, you um, dedicate certain space to your road uh, infrastructure. So by that's working true, yeah. with the uh, Ministry of Physical Planning, they, they give us the right of way where the roads will be, where the communities will be. So basically where employment will be, where re the residential areas will be, where um, other uh, recreation areas will be. So there's always a plan. And the most important thing is mm. to work with the land use planners to ensure that we are able to create um, the space for road for the transport network. Now, let me just say to you that um, we've had the model city plan uh, for the last 20, 30 years, and we have space for, uh, for road, we have space for public transport. What has simply happened is that people have abused that approach. They they've encroached. Uh, um, on the air, I mean, in the areas where we're supposed to build, um, uh, develop our uh, transport network. So what we're simply doing is relocating those people and then reclaiming where the road should be, where public transport should be. So all these have been planned. It's just a matter of sticking to the uh, model city plan. Honorable before we go to the achievement and the good news, I just wanted to pick on a few things so that Lagosians can appreciate the effort that is being made. Uh, how, the COVID has affected financing, IGR, and revenue a lot. How, how is that going to affect your plan and your vision? Well, um, the good news is that uh, we've always known that uh, government would not be able to finance the strategic transport master plan alone. Uh, we need the private sector to participate. So we are developing our PPP uh, strategy, the policy, and creating an environment, an environment for the private sector to do business. So we are always going to do business with the private sector, encourage them to do more, to invest more in uh, transportation. So this is even the best time for them to come in because uh, government uh, revenue is dwindling. And uh, when you look at, uh, I mean, historically, when you look at the revenue or the amount of money in Lagos State, 80% of that revenue resides with the uh, private sector and 20% resides with the uh, public uh, sector. So the private sector has to be brought in to participate uh, in the development of infrastructure.
Water transportation is another bright and good success of the. Maybe before I go into that, let's, what would you consider your top five achievement in the in the particular for the administration in the last one year? Okay, the first one is the fact that uh, we have started taking out the roundabouts. Uh, traffic management uh, is improving um, because mm. we've looked at the areas. I mean, the roundabout that no long, longer serve. Uh, their purpose, and we've started taking them out. Uh, a good example is Allen Avenue, uh, the uh, roundabout at uh, Lecky, and then in Cotton. So that's number one. We're beginning to um, increase uh, the capacity of traffic management. The second one mm. is the fact that uh, we've started filling the portals. You will see that uh, there's a lot of uh, routine maintenance going on, and so travel time is improving um, across the state. Uh, which is very good. The third one is the fact that we've ramped up our effort to actually develop uh, mass transit. And uh, what do I mean by that? So the blue line is ongoing. We are about to complete the blue line. Uh, that's the fixed infrastructure. And then uh, we're already engaging uh, a consultant for the operations and, uh, and maintenance. Uh, and and we not, not only have we um, uh, progressed a lot with the blue line, we've actually uh, started the red line. The red line, which goes from uh, Agbadu all the way to Marina, and the first phase will be from Agbadu to Uyingbu, uh, which will be completed in the next two years. Uh, we're ramping that up, so that's been a, 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 um, a success for the government. Um, another one that we have done is uh, to um, mop up, to create the finance to develop the regional road. The regional road would help Lekki in particular, um, to mm. decongest uh, that area. And then the last one is the fact that we're going cashless with our toll system. So the tolling, mm. I mean, the toll boot used to be a congestion point, but we are now beginning to decongest that. And, uh, and by the time we ramp up the technology on the other uh, toll system in Lekki, uh, we'll go cashless and then people can move seamlessly through uh, the toll booths. But there are a lot of things that there are a lot of things that we're doing. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the BLT also we're ramp. I mean, the top BLT is about to be um, commissioned. Uh, that's the one from Moshodi to Abuleegba. So that's ongoing, and uh, we should finish that in the next couple of months. Uh, one of the other achievements you haven't talked about is, for example, lag ferry and water transportation. Uh, what are what are what is the process of that? And uh, what is the progress in that area? And are you really getting value for for that investment? Yes, uh, I, I think uh, you're right. You said I should mention five. You should have said ten. But uh, okay, yes, okay. Up... Let's increase that to ten. <laughs> no, no. Let's talk about water now. So um, <laughs> we we have increased the ridership uh, in water transportation. The government invested in eight additional boats. I remember they bought, I mean, they bought six initially, and then they uh, bought another eight, which uh, increased the number to 14. And then we're about to uh, procure another 14 to increase it to 28. So government is getting the skin in the game, and we're increasing our uh, investment in water transport. And that is encouraging a lot of private uh, individuals to come in, uh, the private sector to come in and invest in water transport. So very soon, water transport is... Uh, uh, I mean, it's going to be developed to a point where the market share of, of water transport will increase to about 10%. Right now, it's less than 
but we're trying to get it to 10%. So um, at the moment, we're doing about 2% because that has increased a bit. And then over time, uh, we'll ramp it up to 10%. So there's a lot so of activities going on on our water, I mean, water transport, which is uh, good news. And the key to, I mean, to, uh, to, to succeeding in water transport is to make sure that water transport is integrated with our bus system so that when you get off at the other end of uh, your journey, there is a journey, I mean, there, there is a mode to take you to your last mile. So that, that's very important. Now, one thing I also want to mention, uh, which I don't know, I mean, I'm not sure whether you're aware of, is the fact that uh, while we have suspended the activities of um, OCADU, and then we've restricted- I was coming there. Oh, good. And, and, and we've restricted the activities of uh, Kekenapep to some areas. We are beginning to develop the last mile network. And what do I mean by that? So the area, I mean, the, the last mile is the, last leg of your journey to your home or close to your home. So we have, we have developed a policy and uh, operators have started applying to Lamata because Lamata is spear, uh, spearheading um, that uh, project where we have different operators that would now pick up the last mile. So we don't, I mean, Okada had never been part of our master plan. Kekena uh, Pepe had never been part of our master plan. So we want to give people a decent mode of transport to complete their, tra I mean, their journey. Um, this is uh, an area that I've received a lot of questions from, from people. And I'm getting live questions from viewers. But viewers, I'll come back to your question. Let me just run through the ones who have been presented to me earlier. During the lockdown, the road was better. Now, post lockdown, even with the partial lockdown, the traffic has been horrendous. And there is fear that as soon as they, everything goes back to normal, the traffic, what is already put in place to what are you doing uh, on the long term? Now, I'm aware of many of these things, but as you know, that this is about the people who are watching. Uh, what are you doing in ensuring that on the long term, our roads can be free of traffic, aside from the multimodal transportation system, a process that has been put in place? That's a very good question. Now, let me start from the statement of the governor. And uh, let me tell you how we plan to ease tram in congestion. Remember that um, on the 4th of May, the governor said that it, uh, we were going to do a partial easing of the lockdown. And what, I mean, what do we mean by that? We don't want everybody to come out at the same time. In fact, if you mm. don't have to be on the road, don't be on the road. I mean, don't, don't come out. And, and that's why uh, when you look at the civil service, grade level one to 14 have been asked to stay at home so that we can reduce the amount of people that are on the road. Now, what is going on right now is that we're trying to rush all our projects. So all the roundabouts are uh, at the point of being completed. When you go to Oshu, the Apapa, um, high tech is doing a lot of work. You know, that, I mean, we're, we're, we're moving from asphalt to uh, rigid pavement so that the uh, road can last longer. So there's a lot of construction going on. And the amount of uh, people that we have on the road um, is unfortunate because a lot of people are not supposed to be on the road. Um, the governor said that people should walk from nine o'clock to three o'clock and then go home. And then that's why we've staggered the, uh, the market to Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday, and then other businesses to Monday, Wednesday and Friday. So you can see that there's been a careful uh, thought process in the whole, I mean, in the way we plan how people should move around 
during these periods so that we don't have this congestion that we are experiencing. But unfortunately, a lot of people are coming out. So there's a lot of congestion going on. I mean, there's a lot of construction going on on our road. We're trying to complete mm. the uh, roundabout. And then uh, there's a lot of routine maintenance going on. So that is adding to the congestion. And that's because the capacity of the road has been reduced as a result of this construction. So that's why we're experiencing this. But I can assure you that by the time we finish the construction, by the time we finish the roundabout, by the time we finish filling all the portals, we will not be experiencing what we're experiencing right now. The Yanawara project is one of the major expectations of water transportation uh, uh, option in Lagos. I used to go in ahead with that. And what is the status of that? The, the planned jetty in the Yanawara. The Yanawara is, uh, is something that was started um, in the last administration. Yes, we are going ahead. We are not abandoning any project, but most importantly, there are a lot. Of, uh, there are other projects around the Yanawara that has to be completed. So all these things will be completed together, and then we'll uh, um, uh, begin to run ferries from Yanawara because that's a very strategic point, and I think it's important that we complete it. Um, I have a question from Victoria Asuko. She's watching us live, uh, and she says, why are you not making good use of this dry season to fix up our bad road in Lagos and relax work during rainy season? Why I'm saying so is this. Most time work is done during rainy season. Lagosians are faced with terrible traffic, which is not good enough for the citizen of Lagos State. Uh, any comment on that? Maybe I should leave that on the screen. Okay, um, we we have started um, ramping up the construction, but during the time that we went on lockdown, um, even the association of uh, the construction workers said that they needed to protect their... I think, I think the network, I'm not sure. This... Oh, yeah. Go ahead, okay. sir. I think I lost you, you for a minute. Now? Okay. Yes, I have you okay. on now. Sorry about that. Okay, so basically the association of uh, the construction workers wanted to understand the dynamics of COVID before they let their uh, workers out also because they're human beings too. So the first two, three weeks, um, nobody actually did anything. So once we had a better knowledge of how this virus um, operates, uh, we started um, you know, getting permits for construction workers uh, to actually go on the road to, uh, to finish their, I mean, their construction work. So yes, we lost about three to four weeks, but uh, I think they're back on the road now. And during this partial lockdown, uh, they work daytime, they work nighttime also. And we're hoping to finish before the full rainy season starts. But I understand where she's coming from. And um, unfortunately, I mean, COVID came in. We didn't understand the dynamics of COVID. We needed to relax a bit and uh, because uh, obviously the construction worker are human beings too. So safety, I think I mean, safety, safety was of, uh, of, of essence here. Yeah. There was also a question about touts. There's no, is there no plan for the mainland because public transportation in this region seem real wide and the increase of tugs and touts in this region is sickly. What are you doing to curb this? Another beautiful question. So one thing I want to talk about for the next maybe two minutes is the bus reform, which we're doing. You see, uh, one of the reasons why you have tout is because money exchange hands. But we are now bringing in this common ticketing system where the revenue goes to the back end and then every operator gets what is due to uh, them as well as the government. 
So we're trying to move the transport, the bus transport from an informal sector to the formal sector in such a way that, I mean, Lagos has been divided into seven zones and these seven zones will be franchised to operators. And so uh, very soon we will get rid of the yellow buses and then what you have is organized uh, public transport where the operators will be regulated properly and then the uh, area boards will simply disappear. It's been a painful process. We've had to dialogue with them. We're not saying that um, the downfall drivers, etc., will be made unemployed. What we're saying is that they have to form a cooperative where it becomes an institution that we can regulate. So if you don't have a cooperation that is registered, you cannot run public transport. So that's the plan that will be rolled out. And it's starting with the last mile. Uh, we're moving to um, the regular buses and then the BRT. So there will be a hierarchy of public transport. So basically the rail and BRT will form the backbone of your network. Um, the quality bus corridor will form your collectors. And then the last mile will form the, the um, network that will now take you to your residential areas or to your final place of work. So it, it, it's been well planned, it's been well structured, and it just needs to be executed um, perfectly. Uh, so very soon, area boys, area boys will be a thing of the past. By God's grace. We have a question from Shegbolada for Oscar. He says, what are you doing with the K2 garage that is abandoned? Um, as we have said, we haven't abandoned any project. It's just that what we've done is re-strategize. The K2 uh, project will be completed. Um, we're looking at the current funding um, and everything is done um, in stages. So we want to complete, for example, Oyingbo. We want to complete Yaba, then we go to Ojota, then we go to K2, etc. So everything will be completed. It's not been abandoned. It's just that uh, we're refocusing in such a way that um, I mean, we can we we, we spend where uh, we feel it's uh, priority. K two is priority. Uh, we will complete K two, um, but um, it is something that is in the pipeline. It's something that's not been abandoned at all. Um, so I want to send me a question about enforcement. That your the enforcement of your personnel, like the last man, the others on transport mm -hmm. matters. Is, is not considerate to the circumstances that citizens are facing in their daily life. What, do you have a comment about this? Yeah, I think I think they're right. Um, I think we're we're trying to upscale uh, the enforcement process where we're bringing technology. Um, I think gone are the days where you have to apprehend people physically, especially with COVID too. Um, so once we are able to place cameras around and we're already doing that in the cage with the AMPL that we've installed there. And then we would have LASMA as well as VIS uh, officials holding handheld cameras where they take evidence and they don't have to apprehend you. And what you simply, I mean, what will simply happen is that you get a bill um, in your post and we believe that this will be more effective and uh, that would deter people more, but I mean, what we're having right now, especially when we have physical contact and then with the pressure out there um, is a, a lot of compromise, but technology is going to take over very soon and then we'll be able to address the issue on uh, enforcement. Someone um, said, are you going to consider odd and even number in managing traffic in Lagos State? <laughs> I think the they also- odd and even number traffic. So what, okay. Yeah, I think 
I think the answer is no, because what people will simply do is buy another car and then we're back to square <laughs> one. I think the best thing that we're going to do is to upgrade our public transport system so that people have options. The reason why we're having this congestion is because people do not have good options. Once the rail is working, once the BLT starts working properly, uh, water transport, and then people have the option of traveling with other modes of transport, we will try and uh, reduce congestion. Uh, other than even numbers will simply increase the number of cars in Lagos State. It happened uh, in the 70s and 80s, and it would happen again. So it's not, it, I don't think it's a solution to our problem right now. So let's let's move away from the busy part of the work. Let's talk about some of the uh, uh, the experience of the last one year. Um, what was your wow moment? Uh, or let me start with the favorite one. How? What was your reaction when you realized that you were going to be in the cabinet? What was your first reaction? Well, my first reaction. Well, uh, it was like a dream. Uh, because I didn't expect it. I know we've worked hard. I know we talked about it. But when, it, uh, when I was announced, um, it was like, wow. Okay, now that I've been announced, what next? But and yeah, um, I mean, I can never forget that day when I saw my name um, on TV and then the, the phone just went bizarre, you know, for the next two hours. You, you were just phone calls. Phone calls. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, coming from the private sector and you'd also um, worked in the, in the UK, you were an advisor to the British Ministry of Transport back in the days and helping to set up the pla transport plan for transport for London and coming to work mm -hmm. here in the, Ni the Nigerian system. What, what would you say are the, is the difference and what are the, the, the disparities in the two systems and what would you like to see better? Well, um, uh, the UK transport system is quite advanced. And so what we're simply doing was fine-tuning, okay, how can we make this better, uh, focusing more on efficiencies. Um, but back here, the network is not really developed. So everything that I learned in school, uh, when I was practicing <laughs> in the UK, it was like theory because everything was already there. So you were just fine-tuning, you know, like they tell you uh, so how to... Uh, install traffic light, um, how to build a rail system, etc. But when I came to um, Nigeria, obviously the rail system, apart from NRC, is not, is not there. So we had to start from scratch. And so everything that I learned in school started coming back to life, you know. And, um, mm. uh, and what I've experienced is that any small effort you make here goes a long way compared to... Um, UK where the system was quite developed you know you have to do a lot for people to feel the impact but here because everything is still green everything is still much underdeveloped so for example when we developed the fourth BLT it was like a wild moment wow what mm. a concept but when we were developing it uh, I remember people were abusing us saying that these guys don't know what they're doing but I mean the impact once we completed it the impact was uh, felt everywhere and every community simply, I mean, contacted us saying that, look, we want to be out in our community. When are you going to come to our community? So, yes, um, I think Nigeria is quite different. Um, there's a lot to be done. Um, you, can, you can make a huge difference here uh, compared to the UK, mm -hmm. where everything is already there. 
Um, I have a final question from the audience before I take my final question. I think that this question perhaps should be directed to the special advisor works, but let me present it to you since we've asked of you. It says, please, the Kotwe Road, as well as the Yanojibo Road, is in a deplorable state. My emphasis is on the Yanojibo Road into Ejibo, which is not motorable when it rains. Mm -hmm. Will yeah. I pretend it is looked into and added to the project that will be looked into? Thanks. Let me remind you that we talked about it in the transition committee. It is also in the plan. Yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> we, we talked about it. So it's in the pipeline and they're looking into it. So um, I, I hope the uh, special advisor works is listening to this. Uh, or they can ask her when you, when you have a next. Um, on coming your on Wednesday tomorrow. But, but it's definitely in the plan. Absolutely. Honorable Commissioner, thank you for your time. Before I let you go, I want to get your final statement to Lagosian because the link to this video is going to be shared around on all social media platforms. And uh, uh, citizens are going to be hearing directly from you through that means as well. So what is your final word to Lagosian about traffic and transport management in the administration, both about what you have done in the past and the future? Okay, in terms of what we've done right now, I want to say to Lagosians that the infrastructure that we're developing belongs to them. It's built with taxpayers' money. Let's protect it. Let's not destroy it. Um, it's very important that um, uh, we, we use it appropriately. Um, the other one is to uh, advise Lagosians to obey the traffic laws. You see, um, everybody can be in a hurry, uh, but uh, what 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 it uh, it, it uh, what happens is that it everybody gets confused. There's a lot of congestion on the road because everybody's trying to you know like get into the same space. So let us obey the traffic uh, rules. Let's be calm on the road. Um, let's uh, be patient, and uh, we will all get to our final destination. So stick to obeying the traffic uh, uh, rules and then respect the infrastructure that the government is developing because. Uh, the infrastructure belongs to them. It belongs to you. Ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, the Honorable Commissioner for Transport and Lagos State, Dr. Frederick Kolade, has been with us and talking about this vision for a greater Lagos and their programs and their plans, the timetable integration, the route integration, the location integration, the land use transport integration, and a lot of other ideas that they are working on, including the roundabout that is being converted into traffic light point, the tra mass transit system, the blue line and the red line, the regional road, the councillors toll, the BLT and many other great work that they're doing. Honorable Commissioner, thank you so much for your time. Out You're of welcome. this very busy schedule, with all the pressure that you have in particular at this period, we wish you good luck in the next one year of this administration and pray that under your leadership in the transport sector, Lagos will be better for it. Thank you thank to you. all our viewers. Thank, thank you, you to all much. our viewers for joining us. Um, those who are watching on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Instagram, we're very grateful. I want to say a big uh, appreciation also to Smirk, Mini, uh, Mo. Thank you for all our friends and partners for making this possible. Have a great day, everyone. God bless you. Thank you. Bye.